Hi, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly Bible study podcast dedicated to diving into the Bible with open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. As we know, the central feature of faith is trust, but in the Bible, the central object is God's promise. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, right now we are on an intermission for our second corporate fast, 40 days with the most high sugar fast. We are using a daily devotional to guide our fasting journey with scripture and testimony. The book is called The 40 Day Sugar Fast by Wendy Speak. So let's jump right in. When we're recording this episode, we completed week one, right? (laughs) We made it through the first week. (laughs) Yes. And by the time we release this episode, we will be 10 days in. So one quarter down. One quarter down. And this first week has been interesting for me. (laughs) Interesting in how I feel. Um, I'm definitely doing the scripture reading every morning and then journaling right after. That is my consistent regimented practice to make sure that I'm spending that time with God. I don't know if I'm always present, like sometimes I'm distracted, but in the morning, that's what I do. So I will sacrifice everything else just to make sure I get that done in the morning. And it's a good way for me to commune with God in the morning and set the tone for my day. Mm. But I will have to say that this week I have been fatigued. I've been so, so tired. (laughs) I haven't really had as much cravings. I I think about the sweets that I like (laughs) that I'm missing, but I'm not, I don't have like a serious sweet tooth. I have like cravings maybe once a month, maybe once every other month and I'll just go out and get whatever I want, but it's not a serious thing for me. So, but, but I did think about donuts and ice cream. (laughs) So how's week one been for you? Um, You know, week one has been really interesting for me because as you have mentioned in our chat, I think it was, it's really important. And as Wendy Speak also says it, that it's really important to prepare in advance because for me, when the day began on Monday the 8th, it was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I don't think I'm really ready, but I knew I had to dive in because I think what deterred me with the previous fast was I wasn't really ready. I was in the middle of going on vacation and I was like, oh my gosh, this is not the right time. But I struggled a lot with the last fast and I kept finding myself um, starting from scratch. And I think one of the the our listeners mentioned, don't worry about trying to go back, just start from where you are. You yeah. even mentioned it. So that gave me enough solace and confidence in this one. So I did not prepare myself really at the beginning, but I did it the next day, but I did fast. I, I made sure that I stuck with the regimen of, um, I guess, eight to eight, mm-hmm. you know, of eating, um, cutting out sugars was was difficult. However, I started a month in advance reducing the amount of sugar intake that I was taking. So it didn't really feel as, um, as strenuous when it was time for me to actually embark on this fast. But what I could say is that I, having to put the pages out in the morning, that to me is my commitment. So I know that once I do it, you know, it it gets, it sets the tone because I feel like, okay, I'm doing this for all of us, right? I'm doing this because we all help each other in this. 
having to read the testimonies from Wendy Speak, having to read the, the scriptures that she has helps me to actually delve more into the Bible about that particular scripture. So I think that to me has helped me along the way. And then I've been doing this vlogging thing where, you know, I'm talking about what I'm eating. I think that has been good. That's not something I really was used to doing in our previous time, but I think that now that I'm liking it, it's a little more comfortable. I feel like this is something I definitely want to continue because I think it's good when people hear what you have to say, because everyone thinks that their journey is different from others. But when you hear someone else's story, you're like, oh, Okay, she's going through it too, or I have it worse, so I have it better, or whatever the case might be. So I really like the fact that we're all able to really tell our story and tell our challenges and also our successes. I, I think my biggest, probably my biggest struggle um, with this fast is not eating after 8 p.m. I am a late eater mm-hmm. and I get really, really hungry around like 9 and 10 p.m. And so drinking like the tea helps because you have something warming your belly. But I will admit, I uh, I was unsuccessful <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and what I like about this group and all the people who are doing this with us is that everyone is very supportive and encouraging. So even if you have a failure, there are people who are going to say like, it's okay. You know, uh, it's just a setback. It's, you know, step up the next day, do better. And honestly, it, it gave me that push to say like, listen, don't fall back into this routine. I just remember having the same feelings that I was feeling like what my normal stuff, like I was watching TV. It was a weekend day. I was watching TV really late at night. And I'm like, I just want to eat something warm because that's what I do. I watch TV really late at night and eat something. And so I fell back into that routine. But the whole point of this 40-day sugar fast is that instead of running to your usual routines, your crutches, is that you run to God. So I have to make a cognizant effort to pray before I I falter, you know, pray when I'm having the cravings because I really want to see like can I depend on God? Can I really say that if I um, turn to God instead of that donut that I want or eating after 8 p.m., will he really supply all my mm. needs? Will he really fill me up? Right, right. Um, I, I love the fact that this question is the one that sets the tone because I think we so easily run to food as our crutch, right? Any type of food, whether it's sweets, whether it's salty, whether it's just snacking, half the times we're not even hungry. I mean, mm. if you look at and, and read about hunger, there's not really a lot of times that we're truly hungry. First of all, the body just naturally can survive without food. All you really need is water for a certain amount of time. So sometimes it's just water. That you actually need or something warm. Like for me, I started to do the tea and lemon. I never knew I would love tea and lemon without sugar ever. I mean, but this time I'm like, wow, this lemon is tasting real good right now. (laughs) Also because I know I can't have it. But it's also making me appreciate food in a different way. You know, it's almost like when you think of chefs, when, you know, you add all the sazon and this and that, they don't even cook that way. They cook with just simple salt and black pepper and the food is tasty. And you start to recognize that, food can actually really be good without all these extra additives. So I think for me, I'm appreciating the simple things now. I'm also making more of a concerted effort in what I'm choosing because you know, we hear all the time and we read, you are what you eat, but truly, truly your body is a temple. Why would you want to put junk in it? 
Mm-hmm. Right. So opening yourself and releasing all of the negative things that we've had in our body and kind of allowing God to just work within us makes me feel like a nice, clean vessel. And I think that to me is what this fast is doing for me. Oh, I mean, you are presenting your body as a sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Mm. So I, I love the things that you're saying because it just reminds me of what God says, right? Like you want to choose something quality. All the things that you do, all the additives, think about it as the things of this world. We consume so much of the world to make us feel happier. Sometimes we want to buy things because we want to fit in. Sometimes we want to go places. Be All the things that we're looking for is complicated. Like Philia said, you need simple ingredients. What is that simple ingredient? You need God. <laughs> it's yes. as that simple. <laughs> right. That is your salt and your pepper, right? right? Like you don't need the high fructose and sodium, tricol- whatever. <laughs> all the all, Right. All the things, <laughs> extra ingredients. You just need s- simple things. Right. And I'm, I'm grateful for this fast because it's redirecting my my, my mindset. I, I know that there will be revelations during our fast, but it's helping me to renew my mind in a different way. Like I learned that I need to change my thinking. Yeah. And it's great that you talked about like the seasoning and stuff, because right. on day one, the scripture that Wendy Speak gives to us is about tasting and seeing the goodness of Lord. Psalms 34, eight to 10 says, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you, his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. I think this scripture says a lot because when she says taste and see, right, we know that we can't physically taste God, but it's kind of a a metaphorical reference. Like your life will be sweet. You know, the things that you, that, that you desire, you will have with the Lord and not all the things that you like, the flashy cars, the watches and all, not those things, the things that you need. One of the prayers that I've, I've had to God, um, because we, we are in this year, our theme is like increase, right? One of the things, expansion. Thank you, Philia. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the things that I've been praying to God is like, I want to increase. I want to get this. I want to get this. I want to get this. Then day three of this fast, I had to say to God, like, what is your desire? What is your Mm -hmm. will for me? Mm -hmm. And if my desires don't align with your will for me, change my heart, Lord. Help me to be to accept the things that I have. Help me to be grateful. I think being grateful is something I struggle with because I always want more. Right. Like, right. and it's not always material things, right? Like, I just want more out of life. I want goodness and happiness and peace and love. I want more and more and more. But who's to say I don't have that now? So taste and see the goodness of the Lord right. means that you are appreciating the things. That's what it means to me. That's beautiful. You know, I really um, love the fact that you're talking about that appreciation and the fact that you're saying taste is not physically, it's like spiritually tasting, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's so good that it's so sweet and so savory and so wonderful that it satiates you. And I think that's the thing that we run to food for. But when you're actually looking to God and like, I love this idea of, of, of asking him, wait, if it's not your will, then, then change my mind. Then let me see what that is. It's almost like 
you are pivoting and saying, wait, maybe I'm not doing the right thing here. Let me let my Lord lead, you yeah. know, it, because I think we all want to be the navigators of our own destiny. But at the end of the day, it's not even us, you know, that's in control. And I think once we start to relinquish that right and and idea, you'll start to see how God just supplicates your life because things just start happening and you're like, wow, God, you know, you knew my heart. I didn't even have to say this out loud and you knew to do this for me. And and it's also that idea. If you see yourself there automatically, you will start to follow suit. And, and this is all part of that manifestation, that expansion that you're talking about. So I think this is really a true testament of what we all should be doing, you know, and sometimes it takes a fast to jumpstart that, but I think this is wonderful. That's a perfect way (laughs) to segue into the day two scripture, Mm. which is even now declares the Lord return to me with all your heart, with your fasting and weeping and mourning Joel 2 12. Mm. I, I think one of the things that we are saying in our chat, I think we're, I think, I hope we're communicating this well is that during this time of fast, we need to be asking God to reveal things to us, yes. reveal what we need to work on, reveal things that we need to get better. Because in course of expansion and growing and all the things area of your life, you need to know what works and what doesn't work. You need to know what trouble areas you have so you can fix it. God has called all of us to expand, to have greater things, right? When we talked about the parable of the sowers, I always reference this because God gives you and he wants to see what you're going to do with it. And sometimes we don't know. So we can go to God to help. He says, return to me with fasting, with all of your heart, with weeping and mourning. Sometimes those discussions with God can be difficult. This is why God is so good. I'm Mm. telling you, because God will place agents in your life to give you revelation. It doesn't have to, I don't have to hear the voice of God while I'm praying. The revelation just doesn't have to fall on me. I could be having a conversation with someone who's a non-believer and I find revelation from God. And one of the things that I had revelation was, is that what am I speaking out, outside? God says there's power, um, life and death in the power of your tongue. That's why we pray because we, we are trying to confirm things. We're trying to release things. We, You can break chains with prayers, right? You can release strongholds with prayers. This is what we're using our tongue for. It is a weapon. It is, it's an offensive and defensive weapon. That's why the words of God has to be continuously on your lips. So when she's telling me that I'm speaking negatively, that I'm putting out into the universe, I'm repelling the things that I want to attract because I'm constantly focused on the things that I don't want. I had to really say to myself, wow, God, that was a lesson from you. I need to return to you, return to the Bible and speak the truth of the Bible. What does God say about me? These are the things that I need to pray. Like there needs to be some confessions, right? right? Like we need to have some confessions and it may be hurtful to learn that you're negative. This is the reason why you're not, you're not growing in this area that you expect. That may be hurtful, but you know what? It's an opportunity to learn and do better. I absolutely agree with you. I think in, um, one of the testimonies in our group chat was from from Darianne Thomas, who said that now she feels like her tongue is on a prowl for sweets. And I remember <laughs> thinking how the tongue feels like a separate entity. It's like all of a sudden it's doing these things. And I remember looking up in the Bible about the tongue. Like, of course, life and death is in the power of the tongue. But I started to look further into it. And I said, it's almost like it becomes a separate entity 
dignity and no longer part of our own bodies. There's a verse in the Bible that says it corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire and it itself set on fire by hell, but no man can tame the tongue. So that is taken from James three. Mm. Um, right. So I was thinking that when we speak things, yes, we bring life. We are also can also bring upon death, you mm-hmm. know? So it is. So here, this fast is actually there to control our tongue in a mm. sense. Right. Mm. So it's also, um, metaphorically in the spiritual sense, trying to tame it so that we can put more trust into God and not try to use our tongues to taste things that are not good and in alignment of God, but almost like keeping it to ourselves so we can trust in him with our hearts and our minds and our souls. Amen. 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 <laughs> we do need to completely trust in God. We need to depend on him because God says he will fight our battles for us, but we need to be fully invested in God. Like we can't say, hey God, can you fight my battles? And then just disregard, just disregard the instructions, right? <laughs> right? He says, go to sleep, but you're anxious all night. Right? Right, right, right. <laughs> then you're trying to make plans outside of God. And that's why those great rewards are those who follow and are obedient to God. When you depend on God and you're obedient to his instructions, he will supply your needs. Mm-hmm. Day three, the, the scripture was from Joshua 6.20 says, as soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout and the walls fell down. Mm, crumble. Yes. <laughs> we got to crumble those walls in our life, those yes. walls that are in opposition to us, the resistance to us, the things that prevent us from growing and healing. But if we're going to depend on God, if we're going to say, we're going to spend this 40 days with with the most high we're going to substitute our sugar cravings with him and filling ourselves with him when he speaks to you are you listening mm. are you taking heed to his word are you following are you being obedient like controlling the the tongue is hard but as philia said it can bring destruction to the whole body yeah. right we know that there's people whose mouths have gotten them in a lot of trouble yeah. We don't want that for ourselves and we don't want to uh, et- to allow things to enter into our life, negative things, because all we are are negative. So sometimes we want to crumble those walls. Yes. That means being obedient. We know the story of Jericho. God gave specific indru- instructions about blowing the trumpet, mm. walking around seven times. The specific instructions, they followed it to a T mm. and their obstacle was removed. Yes, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. sometimes we just... When we depend on God, we got to also be obedient. Yes, I love that. I love this idea of obedience because we were trying to think about thematically what this fast is doing, or at least what these first seven days are showing. And the thing that came to mind was was trust and dependency, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are so codependent on outside things, you know, foods and, you know, love and (laughs) shopping and everything else. But sometimes we're not codependent on God or we're not dependent on on God. And God wants us to do that, you know, not only in the times of troubles, but the times of happiness, because sometimes when we're so happy, we forget, you know, it's when we're struggling, there's like, oh God, please help me. You know, we need to be elated and trust and depend on him through all the time so that we can be more appreciative of those times that we are struggling and we know that he has our back. We know that, you know, um, 
he's going to fill those voids that we are looking for outside factors to do for us. You know, the, what is the scripture? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Make he to will him, make your yes, he will make straight. your cookery path straight. How will my cookery path to be straight? <laughs> so this is the greatest opportunity for me to self-reflect, um, look at my life, look at the things that I definitely need to expand on. And of course, you can never say that you you pray enough. You can never say that you spend enough time with God. If you're saying that, you're not doing it. <laughs> Let me put it that way. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> you're making it up. you fake. <laughs> Trusting in God mm-hmm. means that you believe that he will do it. I think that some of the pitfalls that I had this week, um, especially when I caved in and ate after 8 p.m., <laughs> Um, I think I wasn't, tr- I wasn't trusting him. I was just falling into my old routine. Like what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, is it so bad? But you know what? God called me to be obedient to him. And if I said, I'm making this commitment to him, then I should be obedient. And because what does that say? If I can't be obedient to God, what if God treated me the way I treated him? <laughs> oh my gosh. God forbid. He's like, you, 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 you have a toe in sometimes, right. a whole foot sometimes, mm. half your body in, t- in sometimes. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to give you a quarter of a blood. No, no. God is whole and complete he and is. he wants to see things to an expected end. <laughs> but we need to, we need to also meet him. That's we need true. to meet him by our trust. That's Day true. four, the, the scripture is Second Chronicles 20, 15. Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or to be discouraged because of the vast army for the battle is not yours, but God's. Amen. How about that? God will fight your yes. battles. Yes. He's making this. And you know, when we prayed, when we started this, um, this, this ministry with our power prayer line, the whole purpose was we were going to be praying scriptures because God, God's word does not come back void. And we still say that God's word does not come back void. We are testing the truth of his word. He's not a man that he should lie. He's God almighty. So if he says the battle is not yours, it's God. If we're confessing that we're praying that into our life, we need to we need to let sit go. back yes, let go and let say, God, yes, they say. the yes. battle is yours, God. I don't need to do X, Y, and Z. I right. don't need to be anxious about all of this stuff. Right. I'm going to trust you. Yes, yes. Day five, the scripture is from Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. It says, your words were found and I ate them mm-hmm. and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. And that, you know, <laughs> talk about confessing those words, yes. right? You can make this confession of God's mm-hmm. words and it becomes joy to you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you ever read scripture or prayed and you felt relief? Yes, yeah. I was going to say or sometimes there has been times that I've been feeling something and I will open up the Bible and the first verse I read literally confirms everything that I'm feeling. I'm like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> like God, I mean, we already say yeah, everything but for real for real." That right there for real, for real. is the real deal. Like, how is it that the first scripture that I read is the one that actually uh, confirms all of my doubts? You know, mm-hmm. so so I, I love this. I love the fact that you know, eating eating those words and feeling joy after is nothing like it. it is nothing, nothing like, like it. it. Um, day six, the um, scripture is from Ephesians chapter six, verse ten to twelve. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. 
Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. I mean, this is, Philly and I talked about um, the armor of God Mm -hmm. when we did battles of the Bible and how important that every situation you need to armor up, you need to be prepared. And part of it is knowing the word, right? Knowing the scripture. And I are wearing the helmet of this um, of salvation, the buckle of truth. What is the, the sword? sword of the spirit of the, the sword of the spirit. <laughs> so all these all different things. different things. Yes. Every time that we enter into this world, every day that we wake up, there's going to be a struggle, right? There's going to be someone who's going to offer you something to eat that you're you're gonna have to say, oh no, I, I'm not consuming sugar right now, or or there's going to be a birthday party veggie with cake and the frosting is going to end up on your hand and you have that cake, um, that, that sugar craving, but you know what you can overcome and wash it off. Um, but the fact is if you armor up, if you say to yourself, I'm going to be armored, but with the, with, with all the armor of God that he prepared for me and you wear it proudly, I mean, who can stand before you? No one, everything will fall. Everything will fall. And um, talking about that armor with all of the things that are discussed from the helmet of salvation down to the shoes of the gospel of peace, peace, wearing the armor is just wearing Jesus. (laughs) That is your armor. So if you think like that, you are 100% protected and you will always rebuke anything that comes your way. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Rebuke anything that comes your way. Anything. Okay. So day seven, which we're on day seven, Mm -hmm. um, the scripture is blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied. Matthew five, six. I think it's, I think this first week has been challenging for me because physically I've, I've felt some things and I spent the t- spent my mornings with God, but I haven't really been focused. I think I'm going to go into the next week being more alert and more ready and more focused. Now I know that this fatigue could be be me detoxing, be withdrawal, but I want to have that holy hunger. I want to hunger and thirst for God's righteousness. That means that I need to know his word and I need to be dependent on him and say that this is, this is your word. This is your will. This is what you say. And I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to live in it. Amen to that. Amen. Well, I think that all of the ones that you have discussed has really, 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 um, I would say been instilled and it resonates with me and I hope it resonates with our audience. I hope you all have been okay through this week. And of course, by the time you listen to this, you will be a quarter down in 10 days of this fast. So thank you for tuning into this podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on our first full week of our 40 days with the most high. Remember the goal of this fast isn't that you will begin to choose healthy food options. It's that you will come to see Christ as the only option. Stay tuned for announcements and our closing prayer. Thank you again for tuning into our podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on our first 10 days of our 40 days with the Most High. Remember, the goal of this fast isn't that you will begin to choose healthy food options. It's that you will come to see Christ as the only option. Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. 
please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, spread the news and follow us. Click that like button and then you can comment and share with family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and mercy. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. God, your grace, your mercy, your love, your patience and kindness, God's strength is the most important thing that we need. God, we pray for this. We pray that our lives would be a testimony on a daily basis to your grace and through us, and they would point people to you at every opportunity we have. We pray, Matthew 5, 16, over our lives. Let our light shine before others that they may see us and goodness in us and give glory to you in heaven. We pray this in our homes and our closest relationships, our family relationships. God, we pray that you will help us to reflect your character, your love, your mercy in our homes and to our families. We pray for this in our workplace, that we would be a reflection of your character and the places we work and our churches. God, we would be a reflection of your goodness to people around us and the church and the people who don't know Jesus around us. Father God, we pray that you'll help us to live differently. Help us to live in total dependence on you and point people to you that others might know you as a result of our lives. God, as we pray this for people around us, we pray that this for people also around the world, that we're, that we're being reached and we proclaim that you are real, Father God. You are good and that Jesus is worthy of worship and praise. We grant, Almighty God, that you may learn that whether we want to or not, Father, that you give us the abundance and to submit ourselves to you, that it may be our only and perfect source of happiness to you. And our job is to depend on you and to rest in your salvation, the experience of which we have already given us, Father God, until we shall reach that eternal rest where we shall enjoy it in all of its fullness when made. Oh, Father God, we are in a position where we do not know, Father God, but we pray for discernment, Father. We pray for your grace and we pray for your mercy, Father God, because we are undeserving of your love, Father God, but we are grateful for it. Father God, we sin and we continue to sin and we continue to disappoint. But Father God, give us the wisdom to be able to, to stay the straight and narrow path, to, to stay on a path that is a reflection of you, Father God. Father God, we are made in your image, Father God. So we pray that we continue to do the things to reflect that image, Father God. Father God, we pray that we continue to confess our sins and that you wash them with the blood of Jesus, Father God. We need your help in our lives in every way and in so many ways, and we pray that you'll help us to live dependent on your help, trusting in your help on a daily basis in a way that leads others around us. Father God, we pray that ultimately all nations continue to see the good in you and that you help all who trust in you. Father God, we pray 
for everything that you have done for us, everything you are doing and everything you will do in our future, Father God. Father God, we are grateful for everything that you have put us through because we know that there is a divine purpose for us to learn from those things and trials and tribulations to make us stronger so that when we we come out on the other side, Father God, we know that it was faith. It was the foundation of trust. It was the foundation of true belief that made us get there. Father God, we thank you again. We love you, Father God, and thank you for loving us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. We thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this discussion. We truly cannot wait to see you your faces on the live, hear your testimonies, and we want to hear how the first 10 days of our sugar fast is going for you. Remember, we're still in this fast for 40 days with the Most High. We'll see you at 8 p.m. tonight on our YouTube live, Treading Faith. Enjoy your day, everyone. We love you. Bye.